Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. Okay, this is very fast because we've got to get a lot done this time, Lisa, so let's get going. We are continuing on in the Mass series. The, yes, the right? Communion Rite. And we are in the midst of the Our Father prayer. We have made it all the way through Our Father. Yes, now we are on to Who Art in Heaven. Right. And so who possesses heaven, Lisa? God. Yeah, because really God kind of possesses everything, right? Yes. So when we possess God and nothing else... We have everything. Wow, this is like this is almost like a math problem. <laughs> but on the other hand, if we possess every conceivable earthly good and do not have God, we have nothing. This is like God math. Yeah. At its very best, right? Yes. So Jesus asks, what will it profit a man to gain the whole world and to suffer the loss of his soul? Yes, that's like a Toby Mac lyric. That's right out of Matthew chapter 16. Yeah, but Toby Mac has a lyric about that. Yeah. Are you suggesting that Toby Mac is quoting scripture? He is in his songs, yes. That's how he rolls. That's very good. Mm -hmm. So when we dwell on earth, right, we dwell on earth, but what is our true destiny? Right, nothing else matters in comparison. Right, but what is our true destiny? Heaven. Exactly. Yeah. Right. We're pilgrims. Yeah, on a journey. Homeless wafers. Just <laughs> yeah. like when we go on the Camino, we're going to be pilgrims. <laughs> yeah. When we go to the Holy Land. Our whole pilgrims. life is a pilgrimage. Exactly, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. This is a foreign land yes. that we're going through. Yes, because the pilgrimage is a journey into the Father's heart. Yeah, so it's like this reminder helps us keep that goal in focus, right? So that we don't mm -hmm. become sidetracked by those things that are perishable, illusionary, and temporary, which is pretty much everything of this world. <laughs> right. Right. And it's a reminder that our journey on earth is very short, just a quick moment. And heaven is for eternity. Yeah, so I, I love this quote from Matthew chapter 7. Okay, it says, Jesus cautioned us. He said, enter through the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction. And there are many who take it. For the gate is narrow and the road is hard that leads to life. And there are few who find it. Yeah. It's a little ominous almost, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I have, a, I have a vision of this okay. and what this is like. Okay, okay, so like if you're really far from God, yeah. right? You're like really far from the gates of heaven. Okay. So that little opening that he's talking Looks about. Looks really small. Yeah, because you're far away. Okay. But as you continue to go to mass, grow in intimacy with God, um, strengthen your relationship with him and the body of Christ, you're getting closer to heaven, right? Mm -hmm. in, in the sense that your relationship is closer to God. And when you get closer to something... It doesn't look as narrow mm. or as small. Okay. Right? It looks more open. Yeah. And so I think um, part of how I interpret this, like when I've done homilies and everything, mm -hmm. is this actually this idea, well, it's not as narrow if you're really close to God. Oh, yeah. I like that. Right? Yeah. It's, it's like, because you, you've ever seen something that's off at a distance, right? And it like, looks, looks really tiny. Yeah. Sort of like the uh, Jesus statue. Oh, in yeah. It looks really small until you... And then you're there and you're like, holy cow. This exactly. is a giant Jesus. The same is true of this. And I think, you know, what's the what's the one beautiful place, right, where heaven meets earth? Mass. At the mass. Yeah. So the more we go to mass, like you went to daily mass today. Yeah. The more um, that gate appears and is actually wider. For us to pass through. Nice, yeah. You kind of liked that one, didn't you? I did. That's, That's very, very good. very cool. Yeah. So why don't we continue on to, okay, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed Hall be thy name. So what does this mean? That the Father is holiness. So in this petition, we ask that his most holy name be sanctified and honored everywhere. Yeah, I think it's important that we honor God's name in our thoughts and in our actions. And you know, honestly, I fail on both, right? It's not always easy. I think 
actions sometimes are easier, but thoughts can definitely be yeah. tougher, right? Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, we have to recognize that without God's help. We're helpless. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But when we're faithful, his name is honored. Yes, but and when we're unfaithful, we bring dishonor on God's name. Yeah, and so thus God, he had spoke through the prophet Ezekiel, right? But mm -hmm. when they said God's chosen people came to the nations, wherever they came, they profaned my holy name, and that men said of them, they're the people of the Lord, and yet they had to go out of his land. But I had concern for my holy name, which the house of Israel caused to be profaned among the nations to which they came. And what was true of the Hebrew Hebrew people is even truer of Christians today. It's so, yeah, that's always the Old Testament, the New Testament, the whole Bible is like reflective of today's society as much as it was, you know, back then. Yeah, it seems like um, we're always um, probably doing things that aren't lifting up the name of the Lord mm -hmm. and who he is, right? Mm -hmm. And then we pray, Father, sanctify your name by making it holy in us. It is in God's intimate family name that we were reborn into his family. For we were baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And notice those ofs. And yes, the of, of the... And of so the shouldn't son. we be saying that when we do the sign of the cross? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's what I did. Yeah, because I notice like some priests, when they're blessing us at the end of the Mass, they'll say, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. They don't put of. Of the... Yeah, and when you like, I just did a baptism yesterday. Yeah. And when you oh, read, yeah. and when you read the baptism, it is in the name of the Father, yeah. and, and of, of the, the Son, Son, and of the Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah. But it's like it's kind of like English too, right? It's like if 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 it's the same sequence, then it's implied um, that it's like it's so like if you said in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and Holy Spirit, it's it would still... be implied. Oh. Okay. But, but but no, but I mean, but it's written that you yeah. say it. Very succinctly yeah, this way. Yeah, because I notice a lot of people when they say the sign of the cross, they don't do that. So I try to make it, I intentionally try to remember to say of the. Right. So yeah, so yeah we're sealed in God's name for all of eternity, right? Yeah. And we pray to never let us violate God's name by sin. Because mm -hmm. when we sin, we're kind of dragging his name, right? Right. And this is, ooh, it's imprinted on our soul. Yeah. And we're dragging it through the muck of evil and death. Oh, that sounds horrible. So maybe oh that'll help us not sin. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. well, guess what? Oh, what time's up? I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.